Good evening, or good evening, <laughs> good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today. I don't know my morning from night now. <laughs> so, hope everybody's having a good morning. In case you're wondering, uh, the music I played yesterday and today is from uh, Dion DiMucci. Um, Dion, you're probably most famous for his uh, album, uh, The Wanderer. You probably remember that song. Uh, he became a Christian. It's actually from his 1984 album called Seasons. And uh, when I was a kid, Dad used to listen to him, and uh, he's, he's got a lot of good songs on that album. So that's what I've, um, one reason why I've been playing it is that uh, uh, Facebook hasn't nailed me on uh, copyright. <laughs> it's because I get tired of playing the same thing all the time, and uh, so I was able to, so far, be able to squeak by with playing some of his songs without uh, getting busted by uh, the Facebook police. So. <laughs> Anyway, let's see who we got watching here this morning. We got Miss Darlene Barker, Miss Amy Oaks Turner, Caroline Kelly, Terry Hudson, Kelly Jeanette Swift, Jennifer Honeycutt, Brandy Boyd Young. So I appreciate all you wonderful people uh, for tuning in. Good morning, Miss Caroline Kelly. And um, I hope everyone is having a good morning. I'd like to say to you to keep me in your prayers. I've got a Go back to the doctor this morning and uh, see if they can figure out what's going on with my sorry self. And uh, just really, uh, really having a rough time, guys and gals. I ain't going to lie to you. And uh, yesterday was pretty bad. And I uh, just can't, uh, uh, can't seem to shake this stuff. Like right now, my eyes are watering like crazy. And uh, don't know what's going on. I really don't. It's not allergies. Uh, so it's a different kind of eye watering there. So don't know. Uh, what's going on but uh like i said as long as i keep my incredible good looks i guess i'm i'm safe <laughs> i guess I'm, I'm more trouble than i thought right all right let's go ahead and do our uh, morning pledge of allegiance if we may i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I'll make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I'll hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All right. Praise the Lord for being able to say, oh, Mike, yes, eh? Uh, praise God we're able to say these wonderful uh, pledges each and every morning and uh, we should be glad uh, that we have the freedom to do so and uh, never never ever take that uh, take that for granted all right so like I say I know I in the past I usually do a little news and comment uh, on the current events a lot of times that uh, would lead into a devotional but uh, Obviously, because of my breathing and uh, and how I'm feeling, I want to skip that portion of the devotion till I get better and uh, get to the heart of the matter. And so the devotions may not be as long as they normally are, but uh, understandably, uh, you under you know as, as to why that is. So let's look at our verse this morning. And uh, hello, Karen. Uh, we'll look at Luke twenty-one thirty-six. But stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. All right, bless this reading, the hearing of to our hearts this morning. 
you know, it's uh, very sad. Uh, you know, we I was discussing this a little bit uh, Sunday evening, and Dad hit it on Sunday morning a little bit. Uh, the statistic that recently came out of the lack of uh, believers uh, in Christianity and God, and, uh, and how that is continuing continuing to decline. Uh, it's, uh, it should trouble each and every Christian uh, when you hear such statistics. And, uh, you know, sometimes when I see uh, uh, not knocking other churches or doing anything wrong, it's just uh, I talk to so many pastors that uh, have lost so much attendance, and then you see a church here and there, and all of a sudden they're just they're, they're flourishing and busting at the seams. It's like I don't really understand. What are, what are they teaching that we're not, or what are they doing that we're not, or... You know, you know, make scratch your head sometimes. You know, what, what's what's going on? But nonetheless, majority of churches. Uh, and if you're watching, you go to a church that's flourishing. Good. I mean, that's great. There's there's a you know, uh, we all you know. That's one thing I never understood is why pastors won't work together. We're all on the same goal to see souls saved. You know, so I'm, I'm not uh, putting anybody down. If you're you're flour your church is flourishing, man. That's great, man. That that you know that uh, that's. that's wonderful that uh, God is using that church uh, to get the word out so I'm not uh, being disparaging uh, in any way uh, just uh, uh, just an observation but uh, but according to uh, now this is back in uh, 97 uh, but uh, according to US News and World Report said only two-thirds of American adults believe that Jesus someday will return to earth However, most who believe in Christ's return place it well beyond their lifetime, with 33% saying it will happen more than a few hundred years from now. Now, you know, that's from 97. I dare I hate to say what the statistic is now. Uh, it's probably far less, I'm sure. But one thing's for sure, my friends, you know, despite what uh, the world may say, Despite uh, the naysayers, uh, the atheists, the agnostics, uh, the humanists who are out there, uh, those who want to deny the risen Savior, uh, one thing's for sure, we know that Jesus Christ will return. Uh, and I remember, there's that distinction between the rapture and the second coming, so don't confuse the two. And um, Greg Laurie out of California uh, had a little video on Instagram yesterday and he was uh, discussing uh, eschatology. Uh, now, you know, I, there's an individual on my Facebook who uh, doesn't like Greg Laurie and, and called me out for posting something from him. Everything I've read about the man, I've, I've not found any problems with him. Uh, in fact, uh, Dad, when he was in uh, California speaking, he met uh, Greg Laurie and, and uh, didn't have any problems with him either. But, uh, but now, and again, what he was saying, what Laurie was saying yesterday, is not, you know, there, there, it's been a deep debate uh, when it comes to end times. You know, he was, he was preaching a pre-tribulation rapture, and he did it reinforce the fact that there is the he made the distinction between the rapture and the second coming, and um, you know, you have those who are a pre-tribulational rapture. You have those like myself who believe more in a mid-trib rapture. You have the all-millennialist who do not believe in a literal thousand-year reign of Christ. And you have a pre-mill, which is more towards what I lean, uh, that there will be a literal thousand-year reign. Everything the Bible dictates and demonstrates 
points to that literal thousand-year reign on Earth. Uh, now you have those who are dispensational premillennialists. I know I'm throwing out some big words here. Uh, dispensationalists uh, don't believe that church and Israel is the same. Uh, I beg to differ because we see in God's word, particularly in Hebrews, that we are grafted in. Therefore, the church and Israel are the same. So uh, I'm not a dispensationalist uh, by no stretch of imagination. But uh, the reason why, you know, and again, when I say these things, uh, it's you know, the bottom line is, as long as you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you have made that commitment to Christ. You have confessed your sins. You have repented. You understand the atoning work on the cross. You understand that Jesus died and rose again for you. Uh, you know, that's all that matters. All these other things are, are, are things that are, are neat to understand and know and possibly anticipate. But it's not, you know, there's people out there I've met who feel that uh, yourself, you know, they equate where you stand in eschatology with your salvation, which is insanity. As long as you're prepared, you have your heart in the right place. It's, it doesn't matter. But uh, but as, as far as a discussion, uh, the reason why I believe in a mid-tribulation, you know, we're going to have three and a half years of peace, three and a half years of, of problems. And the reason why I believe in more, and there's no, no denying we are in the end times. And I'm not saying we're in the tribulation, but, you know, we are in the end times. But, um, and it's why I feel in a mid-tribulation, why is it that all the saints throughout history have had to endure severe, horrible persecution in the name of Jesus Christ, being fed to the lions? When you read uh, Fox's Book of Martyrs, uh, how horribly people were tortured and killed in the name of Jesus Christ, but it gets, whether it's our generation or a future generation, but it gets to us or them, all of a sudden we get a get-out-of-jail-free card and we, we go into heaven, it, just, it doesn't to me, does a job. To me, it'd be almost like a, a separation of the wheat and the tares, if you will, that we will be put to the test, and we may have to endure part of the tribulation and some trials that we may have to face uh, in order to test our faith and to make sure it is genuine. That is just my opinion, all right? That's my humble opinion. You don't have to agree with that. You can agree with a, a pre-tribulation rapture. That's fine. As long as you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's all that matters. All right, that's, that's all that matters. But that's why I lean towards more on mid-tribulation. I feel like whether it's us or a future generation, that we will have to, uh, that we may indeed be tested as to how strong our faith is in Jesus Christ. Just like um, uh, here it wasn't too long ago, uh, well, it's been a few years back, um, there were... Uh, um, they got in some trouble with it. Uh, some guys come into a church. They're actually, they were actually church members, uh, and they wanted to prove a point, which they did, but they got in a lot of trouble. They come in with masks and guns and said, uh, those who deny Christ can live, and those who don't uh, will die. And uh, surprisingly, a great number of people deny Christ in order to spare their lives. You know, it's just kind of an example. How strong is your faith? Where are you going to be at if these kind of things happen? Now, we never can answer that question. You know, uh, I went to Tri-City Christian when I was younger, and I remember they posed the question, uh, when I remember as a child, you know, would you ever deny Christ? Now, of course, obviously, easy as a child or even an adult to say, no, I would never would. And I hope and prayed that God in heaven, I never, ever would deny Christ. 
You never know what you'll do given in a situation, but I hope and pray that he would give me the strength not to deny him and to do what is right and have the courage to stand in the face of death or whatever may come in the name of Jesus Christ. But here's the thing. Here's some questions you might want to might want to um, ask yourself here just a little bit. You know, I, as a Christian, there should be no denying 100% that Jesus Christ at some point in time, whether in, in today, the near future, what have you, uh, or 100 years from now, that Christ will indeed rapture us off of this planet. And so here's what we need to ask ourselves. How much awareness, all right, how much awareness of his return affected your life this past week? These are important questions to ask yourself. Did it figure in how you spent your time? Did it fill you with hope as you faced a trial or crisis? Did it enable you to resist temptation as you thought about what it will be like to stand before him on that great day? Did it determine how you spent your money as a steward who would give an account? Or did you even think at all about Christ coming soon as you went about your week? And I mean, some of the questions that uh, may be a little bit of a toe-stepper, if you will, uh, when you hear these kind of things. But these are important questions to ask ourselves. And are you living your life daily uh, for Jesus Christ, looking for the hope and the anticipation of his return? And uh, I think that's something that if we could zero in and focus on, I think it would make great strides uh, in our walk with Jesus Christ. It would make us closer to Him. It would make us better Christians. It would make us want to witness more and to lead others to Jesus Christ. You know, it's so easy to get distracted by the things of the world. And then a little devotional I put on Facebook this morning uh, talked about how things are just uh, the current events and the things that are just, you know, just like it's one tragedy after, after another and there's uh, something constantly going on. You know, it'd be, be nice sometimes if you turn on the news that uh, when they say good evening, they literally meant uh, good evening. Usually they say good evening and then they say, now let me tell you about all the bad things that are happening, you know. And it'd be nice to hear nothing but good news all the time and that's not the way it goes. We live in a fallen world and bad things happen. But uh, we need to make sure that we're, instead of being distracted by the trials in our life, uh, the bills that are piling up, the uh, what it is you're dealing with, sickness, <laughs> whatever, that you're focusing on Jesus. You're looking forward to His return. You're looking forward to standing before Him, and you're looking forward to entering to the gates of, of heaven. And so if you're focused on that then, that, then you're able to live your life in accordance to God's will and plan. See, when you battle with depression, which is easy to do, and it's something I've had to battle much of my life, and uh, it's easy to focus on the darkness. It's easy to focus on the lack thereof. It's focus on what you don't have, your self-centeredness. It's not so much, you know, I know, uh, you know, for somebody who's, who's battling depression to say, well, you're just being, you know, you're just wallowing in self-pity. It's insulting because sometimes you feel like you're in such a dark spot. Uh, you can't get out of that dark hole. And it's like, you know, uh, and you're looking for the answers and you're, you're not wanting to waller in self-pity. You just have a mountain of... Of, of things on your shoulders and, and just a darkness that is around you. But remember, 
that Jesus Christ is the light. And even though you may feel like you're in a dark hole, Jesus Christ is there to pull you up out of that hole. Jesus Christ is there to take that burden off your shoulders. And if you're so focused on Jesus, you don't have time to focus on the depression. You don't have time to focus on loneliness. You don't have time to focus on maybe what you think you don't have, but the ability to focus on what you do have. And that's what we have to focus on as Christians each and every day. Let's live our lives in anticipation of Christ's return, knowing that he can come at any moment and any second, and that one day we'll be standing before God Almighty. So even though there is perverseness, there is evil, uh, unlike you know, Solomon Gomorrah was like a picnic on Sunday compared to what we're seeing in today's society. But let us live our lives in accordance with Christ, with anticipation, with great joy that Christ will one day return to us. So my friends, I hope everybody has a wonderful day, a blessed day, and let's have a closing word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, we praise your holy name. Help us, Lord Jesus, to live our lives that is glorifying to you. Let us observe each word and thought and deed and action that we're doing it, knowing that one day that we could be immediately in your presence. Help us, Lord Jesus, uh, and greet the fact that the rapture may be coming sooner than later. And let us uh, take that with great joy and not with fear, but with anticipation. Have us to be, Lord Jesus, to be bold and strong in the power of your mind. Lord, is anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose in the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with each and every one of my brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching this morning. Would you watch over, lead, guide, and protect them. Keep them safe and well as they're going out and coming in. Be with our children as they're going to school, work, or play. Put a holy edge of protection about them. Lord, bring them home safely. Watch over and guide them. And Lord, help them not to be infiltrated by the evil uh, that is in this world. And Lord, help us all to be a light in this world of darkness and to serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.